0: Life is complex. Join us for the simple gifts of wisdom, love, and delight in the written word. Paradise Lost by John Milton, Book 8, Lines 217-436 through 436. The Archangel Raphael expresses interest in hearing Adam's story, his unique perspective on creation to whom thus Raphael answered heavenly meek. Nor are thy lips ungraceful, sire of men, nor tongue ineloquent. For God on thee abundantly his gifts hath also poured inward and outward both his image fair. Speaking or mute, all comeliness and grace attends thee, and each word, each motion, forms. Nor less think we in heaven of thee on earth than of our fellow servant, and inquire gladly into the ways of God with man. For God, we see, hath honored thee, and set on man his equal love. Say therefore on, for I that day was absent as befell, bound on a voyage uncouth and obscure, far on excursion toward the gates of hell, squared in full legion such command we had, to see that none thence issued forth a spy, or enemy, while God was in his work, lest he, incensed at such eruption bold, destruction with creation might have mixed, not that they durst without his leave attempt, but us he sends upon his high behests for state as sovereign king, and to inure our prompt obedience. Fast we found fast shut the dismal gates, and barricaded strong. But long ere our approaching heard within noise, other than the sound of dance or song, torment, and loud lament, and furious rage. Glad we returned up to the coasts of light ere Sabbath evening, so we had in charge. But thy relation now, For I attend, pleased with thy words, no less than thou with mine. So spake the godlike power, and thus our sire. For man to tell how human life began is hard, For who himself beginning new desire with thee Still longer to converse induced me. As new waked from soundest sleep, Soft on the flowery herb I found me laid, In balmy sweat, which with his beams the sun soon dried, and on the reeking moisture fed. Straight toward heaven my wandering eyes I turned, and gazed a while the ample sky, till, raised by quick instinctive motion, up I sprung, and thitherward endeavouring, and upright stood on my feet. About me round I saw hill, dale, and shady woods, and sunny plains, and liquid laps of murmuring streams. By these... Creatures that lived, and moved and walked or flew. Birds on the branches warbling, all things smiled. With fragrance and with joy my heart o'erflowed. Myself I then perused, and limb by limb surveyed, and sometimes went, and sometimes ran with supple joints, as lively vigor led. But who I was, or where, or from what cause, knew not. To speak I tried, and forthwith spake. My tongue obeyed, and readily could name whate'er I saw. Thou sun, said I, fair light, and thou enlightened earth, so fresh and gay. Ye hills and dales, ye rivers, woods and plains, and ye that live and move, fair creatures, tell. Tell, if ye saw, how I came thus. How here, not of myself by some great maker, then, in goodness and in power preeminent. Tell me, how may I know him, how adore, from whom I have, that thus I move and live, and feel that I am happier than I know, while thus I called, and strayed I knew not whither, from where I first drew air, and first beheld this happy light, when, answer, none returned, on a green shady bank, Profuse of flowers, pensive I sat me down. There gentle sleep first found me, and with soft oppression seized my drowsed sense. Untroubled, though I thought I then was passing to my former state insensible, and forthwith to dissolve, when suddenly stood at my head a dream, whose inward apparition gently moved my fancy to believe I yet had being, and lived. One came, methought, of shape divine, and said, Thy mansion wants thee, Adam. Rise, first man, of men innumerable ordained, first father called by thee. I come thy guide to the garden of bliss, thy seat prepared. So saying, by the hand he took me raised, and over fields and waters, as in air smooth sliding without step, Last led me up a woody mountain, whose high top was plain, a circuit wide, enclosed, with goodliest trees planted, with walks and bowers, that what I saw of earth before scarce pleasant seemed. Each tree, laden with fairest fruit that hung to the eye tempting, stirred in me sudden appetite to pluck and eat. Whereat I waked? and found before mine eyes all real, as the dream had lively shadowed. Here had new begun my wandering, had not he, who was my guide up hither, from among the trees appeared, presence divine. Rejoicing, but with awe, in adoration at his feet I fell submiss. He reared me, and, whom thou soughtest, I am, said mildly author of all this thou seest above, or round about thee, or beneath. This paradise I give thee, count it thine to till and keep, and of the fruit to eat. Of every tree that in the garden grows, eat freely with glad heart. Fear here no darth, but of the tree whose operation brings knowledge of good and ill, which I have set the pledge of thy obedience and thy faith. Amid the garden by the tree of life, remember what I warn thee, shun to taste, and shun the bitter consequence. For know, the day thou eatest thereof, my sole command transgressed, inevitably thou shalt die, from that day mortal, and this happy state shalt lose, expelled from hence into a world of woe and sorrow sternly he pronounced the rigid interdiction which resounds yet dreadful in mine ear though in my choice not to incur but soon his clear aspect returned and gracious purpose thus renewed not only these fair bounds but all the earth to thee and to thy race i give as lords possess it and all things that therein live or live in sea or air beasts fish and fowl In sign whereof, each bird and beast behold after their kinds. I bring them to receive from thee their names, and pay thee fealty with low subjection. Understand the same of fish within their watery residence, not hither summoned, since they cannot change their element to draw the thinner air. As thus he spake, each bird and beast behold approaching two and two. These cowering low with blandishment, each bird stooped on his wing. I named them, as they passed, and understood their nature. With such knowledge God endued my sudden apprehension. But in these I found not what methought I wanted still, and to the heavenly vision thus presumed. Oh, by what name, for thou above all these, above mankind, or ought, than mankind higher, surpassed as far my naming, how may I adore thee, author of this universe, and all this good to man, for whose well-being so amply, and with hands so liberal, thou hast provided all things? But with me I see not who partakes. In solitude what happiness, who can enjoy alone, or all enjoying what contentment find? Thus I, presumptuous, and the vision bright, as with a smile more brightened, thus replied, What callest thou solitude? Is not the earth with various living creatures, and the air replenished, and all these at thy command to come and play before thee? Knowest thou not their language and their ways? They also know, and reason not contemptibly. With these find pastime and bear rule. Thy realm is large. So spake the universal Lord, and seemed so ordering. I, with leave of speech implored, and humble deprecation, thus replied, Let not my words offend thee, heavenly power, my maker. Be propitious while I speak. Hast thou not made me here thy substitute, and these inferior far beneath me set? Among unequals, what society can sort? What harmony or true delight? Which must be mutual, in proportion due given and received? But in disparity the one intense, the other still remiss, cannot well suit with either, but soon prove tedious alike. Of fellowship I speak, such as I seek, fit to participate all rational delight, wherein the brute cannot be human consort. They rejoice, each with their kind, lion with lioness, so fitly them in pairs thou hast combined. Much less can bird with beast, or fish with fowl, so well converse, nor with the ox the ape. Worse, than can man with beast, and least of all. Whereto the Almighty answered, not displeased. A nice and subtle happiness, I see, thou to thyself proposest, in the choice of thy associates, Adam, and wilt taste no pleasure, though in pleasure solitary. What thinkest thou then of me, and this my state? Seem I to thee sufficiently possessed of happiness, or not, who am alone from all eternity? For none I know second to me, or like, equal, much less. How have I, then, with whom to hold converse, save with the creatures which I made, and those to me inferior? Infinite descents beneath what other creatures are to thee? He ceased. I lowly answered, to attain the height and depth of thy eternal ways. All human thoughts come short, supreme of things thou in thyself art perfect and in thee is no deficience found not so is man but in degree the cause of his desire by conversation with his like to help or solace his defects no need that thou shouldst propagate already infinite and through all numbers absolute though one But man, by number, is to manifest his single imperfection, and beget like of his like, his image multiplied, in unity defective, which requires collateral love, and dearest amity. Thou in thy secrecy, although alone, best with thyself accompanied, seekest not social communication, yet, so pleased, canst raise thy creature to what heights thou wilt, of union or communion, deified. I, by conversing, cannot these erect from prone, nor in their ways complacence find. Thus I emboldened spake, and freedom used permissive, and acceptance found, which gained this answer from the gracious voice divine. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free, tis the gift to come down where we ought to be,